I just defy you to not feel happy when you're in that big bustling dining room when there's just sizzling plates of lamb chops and like tandoori meats just kind of flying out the kitchen. It's just such a jolly play. Hi, I'm Molly and welcome to Restaurant Recommendations with Foodism. This week has been actually reasonably quiet. Actually, it hasn't been quiet. It's been very busy. I've been out a lot doing drinking rather than eating. (laughs) But I went to an event at Bentley's Oyster Bar and Grill, which was very fun. They was kind of circulating like canapes and I had this delicious oyster, which like I think kind of slightly changed my life. It was like an oyster just baked with basically shitloads of garlic, butter and breadcrumbs. Oh my God. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love an oyster on its own with a little like vinegar situation or just a squeeze of lemon or, you know, even like a little, a few drops of Tabasco. But um, in this particular situation, it was like, you couldn't even really taste like the natural flavor of the oyster, but that was just totally fine because like the light salinity and like the kind of punchiness of the garlic and oh my God, it was so good. Mm. And like, then they just I basically got the last one off this platter and was just like having like a romantic moment with this oyster. And then everyone around me was like, wait, we want an oyster. And then they there were none left on the platter and then they just didn't bring any more out after that. So I literally got like the last dream oyster. And then last night I actually went to Gong, which is the bar at the top of the shard or very high up in the shard. I don't actually know if we were at the top. It felt like we were literally up in the clouds. That was really amazing. We were sitting right by the edge, which was quite vertigo inducing, but um, lovely after a couple of cocktails when I'd like calm down. And, you know, I think after a few drinks, I feel extremely like invincible. So that, that, that helps. But that was really fun. I have only ever been up the Shard once before. And the views of London from up there, I mean, it's very special. It reminds you that London is often the greatest place in the world. It's the best place in the world when you're 56 floors above it and don't have to deal with anybody. But um, no, it was really nice. And the cocktails are great. And they have like gyoza on the bar snack menu, which is really fun. I'm like, but yeah, relatively quiet on the food front this week, actually. Just bits, lots of booze. And I've been having, you know, a fair few hangovers. So I need a little bit of joy in my life, which brings me on well to this week's dilemma, which comes from Mish. Mish? Is it Mish or is it Mish? Let's go with Mish. From Mish and Clapham who says, Molly, exclamation mark. I've got a severe case of the January blues, exclamation mark. What are the restaurants in London that make you happiest? I say exclamation mark because I love the use of exclamation marks because I think it highlights the slight desperation of, of the dilemma. I love this. I think that restaurants have such an amazing ability to make you happy, especially in this city. And, you know, because I'm out quite a lot with work, There aren't that many places that I frequent personally or go to regularly over and over again because I just honestly don't have the time. But there are a select few places in London from which I hold extremely happy memories or if I just feel like a bit of a boost and I do happen to not be out with work, I take myself off to and leave feeling extremely joyous. And a lot of the time it's also the places that I want to take friends or people that I love when they're visiting London because I want to show them these places, these little pockets of joy. So the first one is Food House in Chinatown. It's kind of like down the end of Girard Street. So if you're walking away from sort of like the main thoroughfare through Chinatown, 
I sort of down the end there. It is a Sichuan restaurant and I just love it. It's super easy. You know, I think the longest I've had to wait for a table is like 10 minutes. You just rock up. I don't even know if they take bookings. They might do. But anyway, it's this big dining area and the food is just so, so good. Like they do these delicious red willow twig lamb skewers. Like it's literally lamb stuffed on like a red willow twig <laughs> grilled. But it's like these gorgeous, just crispy little nuggets of lamb with like r- like the fat just sort of slightly around it, like frilly and oh, so good. And they do these amazing glass noodles fried with cabbage, which is just such a, I mean, I could just eat a whole plate to myself. They do like dry fried green beans with mints and a bit of like chili oil through it. Because obviously Sichuan food is sort of characterized by very heavy kind of chili flavors and so good. And also they do plates of like 30 dumplings, which I have successfully gone through a plate of 30 dumplings with like three of us on the table (laughs) and then also like seven other dishes. It's just really great food. And there's something about that particular part of London. Like um, usually when I go, I'll go to like one of the great pubs around Soho Way um, like the newly opened Devonshire, for example, is a great shout for like a pint or a drink. And then I'll go down to Chinatown and have dinner and it just feels so lively, but in a great way. There's something really wonderful I think about, you know, like it's quite a touristy area of, area of London. But I think sometimes if I'm in the right mood, I soak up a lot of joy from like seeing people experiencing London for the first time. And it just reminds you, you know, why you're here in the first place and what's so great about the city. So that's my first suggestion. So my second suggestion is a restaurant called Mangal 2 in Dalston, um, which I just think is such a great story. It was opened by the current owner's dad. Um, he was the first man to bring the Ochak Basi grill to London, which is the sort of Turkish barbecue that they cook over. Um, and originally it was sort of just, you know, like like a lot of the Turkish restaurants up there, just really standard but really good quality Turkish food. And then the brother, uh, the old brother Fahat took it over a few years ago. And then over COVID, his brother Sertash came back from where he'd been cooking in Copenhagen, I think it was. And they just really overhauled the menu and turned it into this incredible, more like kind of modern Turkish small plates. I guess kind of giving the cuisine like the attention that and I guess like the kind of culinary interest that it often kind of doesn't get given but kind of keeping the soul of what it was before and the food and this great kind of informal but really like convivial environment they partner with some local breweries so they've got some great beers on the menu it's like very kind of natural wine heavy list obviously it's in Dalston but it's just great I love it there I don't know I think I maybe have some personal reasons for why this is somewhere that brings me joy because it was somewhere that my partner and I went on one of our first dates and then we've kind of continued going there. Over the years, we lived in Dalston for a while, so we'd pop up there quite a lot and just kind of chance on getting a table and often had luck, which was great. So I kind of feel like we've been there for like every stage of the restaurant, like back when it was just kind of like a BYO Turkish to, you know, when they were starting to change the menu to now when it kind of has a really amazing idea of what it is and the food that they're serving. And I think it's a really exciting restaurant as well. And yeah, I just love it. So that is another suggestion. And then I'm just going to quick fire give you three options. The first is Tayeb's, which 
I speak about a lot. It's just an amazing Punjabi restaurant in Whitechapel. I think I spoke about this briefly on the Christmas episode, but they do the best lamb chops in London and it's BYO so you can take an epic bottle of wine and I just defy you to not feel happy when you're in that big bustling dining room when there's just sizzling plates of lamb chops and like tandoori meats just kind of flying out the kitchen. It's just such a jolly place. And it's great if you can get a bunch of friends together and go and you can get a bit pissed. And I just think that's fun and that makes you happy. My other one is Quo Vadis, which is in Soho. The dining room there is so beautiful and the service is amazing. And there's so much thought put into that menu. And Jeremy Lee just cooks what I think is like peak comfort food. It's like soul nourishing. It's like beautiful pies with these sort of like lovely golden pastry lids on them that you just like kind of crack into and they change the filling all the time, but it's just meaty and warming and delicious. The eel sandwich is one of my favorite things to eat in London. It's um quite thin slices of sort of like wholemeal seeded bread toasted so it's like crisp and then lathered with a kind of very like horseradish sauce that really gets in your nose it kind of feels like it like clears you out an amazing slab of smoked eel and then some pickled red onions and oh my I just I think it is one of the most delicious bites of food in London it is perfectly balanced it is so yum and just like acidic and bold and mm, so good the wine list is great do incredible cocktails and I think at this time of year in particular when it's a bit dark and dreary it's a great dining room to just kind of like cozy up in and you know drink some wine and eat some good food and just kind of let that yeah I guess remind you why why winter can be kind of nice in its own way when you kind of lean into the cozy side of it and then if you're not wanting to lean in and you're more after something of an escapism vibe I'd go to Siakos, which is in Notting Hill way. They had a pop-up in Islington over the summer, which genuinely felt like being in a taverna in an alleyway in Athens. So if you feel like you want to feel like you're not in London and you just want to pretend you're in Greece, I'd go here and just order big plates of kind of slow-cooked lamb, dips and cold beers and just kind of remind yourself that there is light at the end of the tunnel and you'll be on a beachfront in Greece before you know it. Okay, there we go, Mish. I hope you get through those January blues. If it's any help, I've heard that getting an SAD lamp is also enormously helpful if the restaurants that I've recommended don't just quite cut it. The shit that comes out of my mouth sometimes is sort of fucking gone. And if you at home need help with the February blues or want any recommendations for the soon-to-come springtime, please do send us an email on shows at tinypodcasts.co.uk and we'll help you solve your dilemmas. I am Molly Kodaya and this is Restaurant Recommendations with Foodism. See you next time. To get the beautiful print edition of Foodism straight to your door for free every other month, head to foodism.co.uk slash subscribe.